Yo guys, what is going on? Welcome back to the Next Level Experience. I do apologize if I sound a little sick. Uh, the holiday hangover has hit me a little hard and I'm dealing with some respiratory issues right now, but it's all good. In today's episode, I am throwing it back to a lesson that we had within our Facebook group during the 12 days of fitness. Uh, this was on the fifth night of fitness. A good friend of mine, Coach Libby, joined us to talk about gym intimidation and how to overcome it. I hope you guys enjoy. As always, after you're done listening to the episode, be sure you both follow myself and Libby. Uh, Libby's Instagram handle will be at the end of the episode, and my Instagram handle will be on the outro of the episode as well. Uh, hope you enjoy. Kick your feet up, grab a nice beverage, grab some popcorn, or if you're on the stair climber, <laughs> be sure you're not holding on to those handles. Have a good day. Enjoy the episode. It's the fifth day of Christmas. We have Coach Libby here with us. Um, so this is really cool. Uh, to us because coach Libby and I we've been friends uh, since like COVID so I've known Libby before she even became a coach which is like crazy to think about and like now she's like running her own business and fucking killing it and you know she's got employees now and like like it's just like it's like a proud moment, <laughs> like, like seeing somebody like that. I know that wasn't a coach get into coaching and now like they're just killing it. It's kind of, mm-hmm. it's kind of, kind of like a, like a proud big brother moment, if you will. So I love yeah. That. yeah, you reached out to me when I had just an accountability page and you had a different business going and we just bonded over like the love of fitness and, you know, the fact that you can meet people in the field and just mm-hmm. like support each other online. It was really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. So um, a lot of our newer people in the group, they're not going to know this business because this was like my, I, I like to call it the baby version of Next Level Health, but yeah. we we first started off a strong-minded mentality. And, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, you were actually one of the very first people that actually like got uh, like a shirt from us. So, yeah. or, or tank top, actually, a tank top from us. And like, I just, I thought it was the coolest thing because like that, that was the first time like I shipped somebody a tank top and like, now like whenever i do like a shirt sale it's like oh cool like we did a shirt sale but dude like i remember the first time or like i remember the day i was sending that off to you and like i was just so freaking hype (laughs) (laughs) so was i (laughs) I like how cool is this one of the first people i met when i started my page this was yeah it was like right right when COVID had started um and i think you had you had followed me or you had reached Mm. out like commented on my post just being so like kind and genuine and getting to know like what you stood for in your whole you know i'm sure everybody here knows but like your whole journey with everything and i'm such an advocate for mental health and you know studied psychology in college and just loved that you had blended those two messages health and and uh, mental health together so Mm -hmm. yeah it was really cool (laughs) right for real for real and like like i'm happy we're talking about that because this can kind of tie into our topic tonight um but like guys like i want you to understand how powerful the gym and how powerful the fitness industry all together can be because mm-hmm. like you know like being honest like living now we haven't met each other in person but like we've been friends through social media and instagram like and i i'm not talking about like we're just like liking like each other's posts like we actually have conversation and check mm-hmm. in on one another and yeah. like this is just a friendship that's built on the back of we've both love fitness and now we're both coaches and you know now we both love serving people um mm-hmm. so i want you guys to understand that like you can legit find friends within this industry because i'm telling you now like on our like wedding invite list libby's on it and also a bunch of other coaches and some of the coaches is crazy to say this. some of the other coaches i haven't met face to face i met them on zoom i met them through group calls but like i've never met them like in person and it's just 
I invited them to the wedding just because they have such a big impact on my life. And like, I legit consider them my friends. I make the joke all the time. Like I have friends from Florida to California and it's true. And it's because of this industry and it's because of the gym and it's because of this beautiful thing called fitness. So, Mm -hmm. but yeah, so kind of going into that, um, guys, if you are not aware about the title tonight, we are talking about gym intimidation. All right. So the new year is around the corner. It is like 15 days away. And it's crazy to even think that we're at the two week mark left in 2022. This year has flown by. Like, oh, like yeah. is it just me or did it just fly by? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. I, it's like a time warp. Where did it go? Yeah, like for real, like I, I feel like it was yesterday that Catherine and I were just like packing up our house in South Carolina and moving up here to Maryland. And, yeah. uh, you, you know, now it's like, oh, Christmas is in like a week. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I just did my shopping today, legit. Like, uh, like I just did my shopping on Amazon today. So yeah, so thank God for Amazon. But anyways, with, with the new year, I know a lot of people have the intentions of joining a gym. And regardless if that gym is like a fitness studio, like Orange Theory, or if it's like a mom and pop gym, or if it's even Planet Fitness, you you know, there's always going to be that sense of intimidation. And I can speak for the male side, and I brought Libby in to speak for the lady side, of course. Um, But I found that women struggle with this a whole lot more than men. And Libby, if you would kind of like to kind of, you know, like why why do you think women struggle with that intimidation factor of the gym so much yeah i think a lot of it has to do with i mean not to get too deep into it but gender roles when you're growing up right like right. it's pretty normal for for guys to be you know going into the weight section or the heavy lifting section of the gym whereas you know girls are often pushed towards being on the cardio machines or maybe you'll use a couple of the weightlifting machines like the cable machines but you're not actually going into plate loaded machines or using free weights or, or barbells or things like that so i think there's almost this idea of who belongs in which section Um, but I think too, uh, there's a lot of fears that come around putting yourself in a new space, whatever space that is, you know, starting a a new hobby or working at a new place or anything like that. You can feel nervous, right? Mm -hmm. Like you want to, you want to perform well, you want to be able to feel comfortable and you're just not sure if that's going to happen. And I think a lot of the time, unfortunately, like women, we just tend to be hypercritical on ourselves. And so it makes total sense that that would lead into specific specifically the gym space. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, obviously, I'm not a female. So, you know, I can only touch on that so much. You know, I can only touch on, you know, what I've seen in my like almost decade in this field. Um, But it's, it's something that occurs every single year, you know, people, you know, especially women, you know, they come into the gym. And, you know, like we talked about on yesterday's lesson uh, with Jacqueline, you know, we talked about why women should be lifting weights, but it's like they come in and, you know, like you said, they automatically think like the gym is structured as like, like there's gender roles within the gym, if you will, Mm -hmm. like, hey, ladies belong on the cardio equipment and like men belong, you know, in the free weight section, You, you know, I sometimes feel like people kind of pay attention to too much media whenever it comes to that. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but that's just my thoughts on it. Um, Now, like, like we were touching on at the beginning uh, before we kind of started digging into this topic, you you know, we were talking about how, you you know, 
I met you whenever you're first starting your journey and like, like guys, like for real, I'm going to get her to drop her Instagram before she leaves tonight. Go check out her like transformation. It's awesome. All the way back. (laughs) It is awesome, dude. Like, like for real, like she got lean as hell at one point this year and like, it it was just awesome to see. Um, but you, you know, I didn't meet you at the beginning of your journey and while I don't think I met you like on day one. I knew, like, I knew I met you kind of fresh into it. Um, mm-hmm. So I kind of want to go back to day one of your journey. Um, mm-hmm. But like prior to that, did you ever like step into a gym or have like any experience like lifting or anything like that? Yeah, I, no. <laughs> I mean, I had had like gym memberships. I had been in sports. I The, the, thing with me, I was very much like an average Joe, like didn't know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I had always like done running because it was a really like low, low barrier to entry. Like I didn't have to know what I was doing to start running. So when I first, first got into like actually consistently going to the gym, I was going to a planet fitness and I was running on the treadmill for five miles a day at, (laughs) at 5am. So if that gives you any indication, that's like kind of where I first started. And I had a bit of a, you know, a trajectory into where I'm at now. I, I started doing some group classes some more like boot camp style because there was a bit of a community. Like somebody was telling you what to do right away. You had modifications available, like that kind of thing. Um, the unfortunate piece was that I did that for about a year and saw really no results as far as my physique goes. Um, and that was super frustrating for me. I felt like I had put mm-hmm. a year of my life into this. I, I went to the gym, you know, five, six times per week. I was working my butt off, sweating like crazy. My Apple watch kept saying I was hitting like 500 calories per workout. You know, damn all the Apple watch. <laughs> I know it was like these things that I thought were important and mm-hmm. I thought would drive like my physique forward really just weren't working for me. And so I, I hit that point where I was fed up with you know, not seeing the results I wanted. And that's when I really leaned into strict, like weightlifting, bodybuilding style workouts. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I also hired an online coach to help me not only with the programming, because I didn't know where to start with that. Um, but also with nutrition, because I was pretty, pretty rogue and clueless at that point about nutrition too. (laughs) As most people are before they start working with somebody, um, for real, for real. Uh, It's crazy that you bring up the group class thing, because I know there's a lot of people in our group that attends like group Zumba and like group cardio classes and group boot camps and all this. And, you know, they taught me all the time. They're like, you know, I eat healthy and like I've been like doing like these boot camps for like two years. Like I've lost a little bit of weight, but I'm not where I want to be. And then, you know, I bring up the idea of like, well, have you thought about trying to lift weights a little bit more? Like, mm-hmm. have you thought about trying to like hit the weight floor, just like a day or two extra just to see what happens? And the first thing they bring up is like, oh, I don't know how to use the machines. And like, I don't want to look silly on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, how, how did you kind of combat that type of feeling? You, you know, the feeling of like, you, you feel like you're the elephant in the room where everybody's just staring at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's so tough in the beginning, especially if you're going to a new space. Like we talked about, like if, you know, New Year's say you sign up for a new gym, it's super intimidating. Um, Some of the things I did in the very beginning was I would like always start my time at the gym, like on the treadmill, like, or some piece of cardio equipment, Mm -hmm. just doing a warm up to kind of scope out the area. I would look and see people using other machines. 
Um, I also used to like go into YouTube on my phone, like the yes. night before, and I would look up <laughs> form videos. I'm like, okay, I have to use this machine or I have to do this movement. What does that look like? And sometimes I would even pull those up right when I was in the gym as well. And that was really helpful for understanding what the movement ideally should look like. And then practicing that myself, that was super, super helpful for me in the beginning. Um, I also was a little bit nervous, but I befriended a couple of the trainers at my gym and that's huge, huge key. Those people are there because they want to help. Mm -hmm. They want to help people live healthier lives. They want to make sure that people are being safe on the equipment. So please, like if anyone, if it's nerve wracking to like meet a new person at the gym, don't be intimidated to befriend one of the trainers because they know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. They want to help you and they they're happy to do so right in that moment. Yeah, for real. So if, if I could double down on that, you, you know, just like you and I, for example, you know, we are online coaches and, you know, I feel like people, they have a little bit more comfort kind of reaching out and asking for help. Cause you, you know, it's a screen, you, you know, yeah. it's not like yeah. this face to face, like in person, like awkwardness where like, they're like twirling their hair and twitching their thumbs and, you, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but like for real, like in reality, those personal trainers, they have the same values. They have the same passion, you know, yeah. correct. If they're, if they're a good personal trainer and they're in it for the right reasons, um, you know, they have the same core values values that we have, you know, they have, they have the same passion for helping people. So never feel like you should be afraid to like approach a personal trainer. Um, that's working in the gym because I'm telling you, that's what they're there for. They are there to ensure that not only their clients, but all gym members are performing movements correctly. Um, mm -hmm. so never be afraid of that. Also, I, I love the YouTube thing. Um, so I actually, with my bodybuilding coach, Steven, uh, I actually have to YouTube some stuff, um, because he, he is on another level with some things <laughs> and, uh, yeah, for, like for real, he is on another level. He's worth every penny that I pay him. Um, but like some of the stuff, like he had me doing today, I was like, eh, I never heard of that. Let me look it up real quick. And like, that's normal. Like I've been in the field for 10 years. Like I, like I'm a certified strength coach. Like I've worked with college athletes. Like I pretty much know just about every single movement that there kind of is. But at the end of the day, like sometimes your brain just like farts on you and you're like, what, like, wait a minute, what does this mean? What was what, pronated me again? Sorry. Like I got gym brain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so it's completely normal. Like if you need to pull YouTube up or like pull, you, you know, Instagram up and like search Instagram for like a form video, like do that, like totally utilize this thing. And like, I know yeah. people, I know people joke about like, Oh, get off your phone and like, you, you know, do your set or like get off the machine if you're on your phone, that type of deal. But like, legit like uh, the com the common gym guard they would understand what you're doing like if they walk up to you and see like oh they're watching a form video huh maybe they need help guess what somebody will probably help you yeah 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 well and even now like when i'm trying to perfect a movement say i have something new in my split that i'm really trying to work on yep. i'm recording almost every set i'm doing with that movement and then going back in between my sets you talked about like being on your phone between sets like mm -hmm. In between, I'm watching my form to see, oh, do I need to tweak this? Are my hips too high? Am I bracing and breathing properly? So I trust me, like people of all like training ages and like experience levels can and should be utilizing that that type of technology. Why not? I mean, it's so, so helpful, especially to like if you if you are new at a movement if you have a coach or a trainer that you can send your form videos to, like that's incredibly helpful to make sure that you're 
you getting the most efficiency out of that movement. Like you're, you're anchoring your body correctly and you're getting the most out of each mm -hmm. movement, but then also doing it in a really safe fashion. So we're not putting ourselves at risk for injury, which I know is like a common concern for people when they're new in the gym and they mm -hmm. don't have a trainer right there next to mm -hmm. them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Anytime I'm really talking to people about working with us at next level, um, that's usually one of the big things that they bring up. Well, like, I don't know how to exercise that. I don't know how to use equipment. I don't know how to like use a barbell or like free weights. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's kind of whenever, you know, we come in with the app that we developed, you know, every workout that we give you, it comes with a with a demo it comes with a video for you to follow so mm -hmm. it's kind of like you're not alone and then at the same time like if you feel like you're doing something wrong like set the camera up like you would for your check-in and mm -hmm. record yourself doing the set you will feel awkward i promise i still feel awkward and i've been doing it for almost 10 years yeah. <laughs> you will feel <laughs> awkward i promise you mm -hmm. um but like just understand like it's part of the process. And it, like, if you want to truly do the process, right. And ensure that you're being a thousand percent safe, that's what you got to do sometimes. Yeah. I will say pro tip. If you have like a water bottle that's full, you know, you bring it with you anyway, just like turn the video on your back camera and prop your phone up against the water bottle. I do that every time. It's so discreet that like half the time people walk in front of my camera when I'm recording. So that's a good way. If you're like, don't want to cause a lot of attention, just set your water bottle up, like, you know, five, 10 feet from you tilt the phone on there and no one will notice. Or you could be like me and cause all the attention in the world with my 10 foot tall tripod, you know, or you can be extra <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's funny because like, I've had to find a new gym since we moved up here to Maryland and mm -hmm. like now like people are getting like used to me and like used to how I left and used to like me recording and like, just like getting to know me more. And mm -hmm. it's just so funny now. Cause like before everybody would just be like, but now it's just like, oh, it's just Mike. He's just recording something. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it like, that's also the funny thing because like, I remember my first few lifts in that gym. It's mm -hmm. like, and this is coming from like a male perspective, whenever it comes to gym intimidation in a way, it's like, okay, I'm in here. This is a new gym. Like I'm a decent sized guy. Like I, I can't be like lifting or like Nancy weight and no pansy weight, you, you know, like I, I got, I gotta be showing like my full one rep max. Like I gotta be going balls to the wall. Mm -hmm. And like, honestly, that's just coming from the male ego. Yeah. And like it came down to, I didn't want people to think like, Oh, the new guy is just soft. Like the new guy's not really strong. He's just big, you, you know, mm -hmm. like I didn't want people thinking that. And, you know, it's just kind of funny that, you know, I think back to like my first few lifts there and it's like, I was really lifting for other people and I was really trying to have it to where they have this image of me where like, Hey, I'm this perfect, strong guy, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, whenever in reality, like, like, for example, the, the manager at the gym today, like he, he watched me like fuck up on like a, like a barbell row. Like I completely biffed it and I was like, what's my bad. <laughs> so like, so like my, like my natural personalities came out now and yeah. like, it's like, Oh, cool. Hey guys, I'm actually human by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it can be, it can be really nerve wracking when you're new in a space yeah. and you want to make the right impression. One of the things that I've noticed, I am a morning gym goer. It's like my favorite thing to just like get up, get it done. When I was working in nine to five, I would always be the one waking up at five, six o'clock, getting my workout done before work. So that at the end of the day, I didn't have to think about it. And if you look at like consistency with gym goers, like 
a lot of the time you'll see the same people at the same time of day each yep. time they go, right? So what was really nice for me was when I was coming into the gym, being in this new space, I pretty much always saw the same people in the mornings, every morning. And slowly you get to start to like, you do like a head nod or you wave to somebody or you learn somebody's name. And so if you're hoping or wanting to feel more comfortable in your space in a new gym, try going at the same time each day and each day that you do go, right? We're not going seven days a week most of the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, finding that consistency in your routine can be really helpful for meeting the same people and over time building friendships that way. You know, it's, and it's not like you have to be like BFFs and hang out outside of the gym if you're not looking for that, but just having camaraderie day to day and it makes it a lot less of an intimidating space when you get to see the same people. Yeah, for real. I, I remember um, back in South Carolina, every time I would go through like a bodybuilding prep, uh, mm -hmm. anytime I go through prep, like I, I train a lot more um, just because it's more, it's more of a intense goal. So you, you got to train a little bit more. Um, mm -hmm. So I was at the gym, like religiously, like almost every day. And, uh, you know, I wasn't lifting every day. Some days was cardio days. Some days were just weightlifting days, um, besides the point. But I eventually, by the time I get done with my prep, I pretty much know everybody's gym schedule. Yeah. <laughs> like, like if, if like Ryan's not there, like where the fuck is Ryan? Like he never missed Mondays. Like, where's he at? Is he sick? Uh, What's up, bro? Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. And, and like, it's just really funny. Cause like you've learned everybody's routine. You learn everybody's schedule, like gym wise. Uh, and like, whenever you're going through something like a prep or like going through like this big change, like people legit like buy into you, like people legit watch you like a movie. Cause mm -hmm. like people are just curious by nature and yeah. you, you know, I don't know about you, but anytime I film in public, like myself talking or filming something for content, like I, I always have one person looking at me. I, I could be in like the grocery store, like a uh, parking lot, like talking to my phone like this on Instagram and somebody yeah. comes walking by and they're just staring like a hole through me. And I'm like, eh, they're just being curious. People are curious by nature. And you know, that's okay. You, you know, I, I think sometimes as people, we, we play um, our, our worst enemy, excuse me. And I, I think oftentimes, you know, we, we just automatically like think about every single little thing that's wrong with us or like every single little thing we don't like about ourselves. And we automatically go, oh, that person thinks the same thing about me. Yeah. 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 And, and, and sadly, like, I, I think that plays into, I don't want to say gym culture, but I, I think that plays into, you know, the, the act of getting in the gym you know we, we automatically think hey i notice you know my cellulite or hey like i notice my love handles or my man boobs or whatever it may be and we automatically go cool if i go into public and you know start working out people are going to notice these same things about me mm -hmm. i guarantee you nobody notices that shit so nobody true. nobody notices that shit i promise you so much and yeah. it, it's it's so funny because i i remember whenever i started my weight loss journey and you know i got into the gym a lot i always thought people were always like staring at me or like judging me just because like i'm this like 280 pound guy doing bodybuilding exercises, acting like he's a bodybuilder, posing like he's a bodybuilder. Guess what eventually happened? Your boy became a bodybuilder. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like the, mm -hmm. like the shit, like if you just put in the work and like, you know, follow the 
destination and manifest and like a uh, manifest the shit like it happens. But yeah. uh, you know, I always worried nonstop. Like, hey, are people judging me? Are people like staring at me for like doing like a like a side tricep pose or like a side chest pose? And like, I don't have that much muscle definition now because I'm 280 pounds, but like I have a goal at hand. And in the end, I discovered, I I remember whenever I finally did my first prep, I discovered that a lot of the guys in the gym thought it was so fucking cool that, you know, I was overweight, sure, but I didn't let that stop me from practicing. Like, I didn't let that stop me from chasing that goal. And like, so guys, I'm telling you this because I want everybody to know that you might have cellulite, you might have a part of your body that you don't like, but guess what? Nobody in that gym could give a shit. I promise you. And I'm not saying they don't give a shit because they don't care about you. I'm saying they don't give a shit because they understand that everybody is there to get better. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it can get lost on people sometimes that the gym or health can be a really vulnerable place, right? Or a vulnerable journey to go on. And so we all start there. Every single person that's in that gym has at one point or another probably felt the same way. And that's okay. It's okay. It's totally normal to feel that way in the beginning, but just to know that everyone else understands where you're coming from and nobody, nobody is judging you or caring, you know, if your shorts are too short or whatever, like then nobody cares. Honestly, everyone's just there to get their own thing done. And a lot of what I've worked on with female clients in particular is what other goals can we focus on? If you're, if your overall goal, right, is to lose weight. And that's what we're really hoping for physique wise. What other small goals can we prioritize in the meantime, while we're on that larger main journey, right? And so one of the things that can be really fun about the gym is focusing on progressive overload and wanting to build strength and paying attention to how you're building strength over time, whether that's fixing your form or adding in additional reps or hitting Mm -hmm. like load PRs. And that's a really cool way to shift your mentality from, oh my God, what do I look like? My shirt's too tight. Oh my gosh, this doesn't look good. I wish I looked like that person too. Oh my God. Like I hit bicep curls with 15s for 10 full reps today with good form. How freaking cool is that? You know, right. and that built, it's so empowering when you can shift your focus just from, from what do I look like? Where am I at in that piece of my journey to damn, like, look how strong I am. This is so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, for sure. I, so just speaking from a male perspective, I really think that's more of a female type of mindset mm-hmm. because like men, like we're growing up, we're taught that we are supposed to be strong. We're supposed to have muscles. So if I walk up to a bar with 500 pounds on it and like I deadlift it, like, of course, I'm going to be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, that was awesome. But like, yeah. I'm not going to like be empowered by it because, you know, it's the expectation for us. So mm-hmm. like I, I just bring that up because like I find that so interesting how the perspective of that can like change for genders you know for for women like i i know just because like i have a lot of friends in the coaching industry that are female and like they're always talking about like how you know they pr on a squat or pr on a deadlift or like the big one is pring on a bench like women get so hyped about pring on a bench and i love it yeah (laughs) and i love it and uh like it's just an amazing thing to see because like you know as a man it's just like oh i'm supposed to be strong like you know it's, it's just the, it's another Tuesday if I'm benching 225, you, you know, um, mm-hmm. but just to see, you 
know, females like being so empowered, you know, mm-hmm. just by the fact, Hey, I, I can actually bench over a hundred pounds. Like yeah. that, like that makes my day sometimes like for real. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Real. Yeah. It's absolutely. Awesome. It's such a cool way to, to, to frame the progress that you are making. Right. Yeah. Like, and I, I totally get what you're saying. Right. Cause there's, like you said, I, I never really thought about it before, but yeah, for men, if you're, if the default is that you're supposed to be strong and you hit 220 on bench, you're probably like, yeah, I wish I did that a year ago, or I mm-hmm. wish I was there six months ago mm-hmm. versus like, holy shit, <laughs> I just like hit a new max. So I, yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely a different perspective for sure. Yeah. So just speaking from the male perspective a little bit, you, when, whenever it comes to that, we don't so much see it as like, oh shit, I should have done this like months ago. I see it as in, okay, cool. I hit 225. That's done. Let's celebrate it for a few seconds. But that guy over there is benching 315. Mm -hmm. And, and now we're like, well, shit, we got to go after that now. And like, like men, we're just very goal driven. Like men are just very, Hey, this is the target. This is the goal. This is what we're going after. And if we see somebody who is one upping us, Mm-hmm. cool that's the next goal after we get this goal that's the next goal yeah um so like we're always looking for others who are doing better than us and like that's just how men are wired you know if it's like with money if it's with relationships if it's with the gym whatever it may be men are just wired that way you know we're mm-hmm. always looking to see like hey who's doing better than me and how can i get there sure. um, so like with men it's just kind of like cool checking a box we're, we're on to to another one mm-hmm. um but I've noticed working a lot with men, especially on their weight loss journey, what they care about the most is just feeling better. Mm-hmm. And like, like it's so interesting because like men, like it, as you know, society talks, talk about men's mental health a lot more. And I am so appreciative of it. As you know, my backstory, yeah. um, one thing that I love so much is just hearing a guy say, Hey dude, like, I just feel so much better. And like, I'm not just talking about physically. I'm talking about mentally because like men, we carry all, we carry a lot of stress that we don't get off of our chest. Um, so at the end of the day, knowing like, Hey, I'm helping this man who's stressed the fuck out. Cause he has a wife, he has kids, he has jobs. He, you know, he, he has a, you know, he has bills, you know, he probably has a side hustle just so he can afford his family. Nice things. Like my man is stressed. I'm just happy that I can relieve some type of stress in his life. So like, mm-hmm. it's just very interesting hearing like one of the main things that women say whenever they're seeing results is like, yeah, like I feel good. Like I'm strong as hell now. <laughs> like like yeah. with, men, it, with men, it's just like, man, like this is the best I felt in years. And it has yeah. nothing to do with strength. It has nothing to do with physique. It just has like everything to do with how he's feeling. And like, yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So much. yeah, absolutely. It's one of those things that you you miss along the way sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So one one thing I do want to talk about is, uh, you know, to kind of build off of this conversation and you, you touched on it a little bit with uh, you, you see somebody in the gym that, you know, might have a better physique than you or might have a bigger butt than you, you, you know, that can be intimidating as well. Because like, if, if you have this goal to look a certain way and somebody in your gym fits that frame or that model, you know, it could be very intimidating because it's kind of like, well, shit, that's where I want to be. And like, this is where I, where I am. And like, yeah, like she's just special. She's just unique. Like she just has good genetics. I hate that excuse. <laughs> she yeah. just has good, good genetics, et cetera. Um, how, like coming from a woman's perspective, how do you deal with uh, the idea of having this like uh, idle physique? 
and like you're chasing it if, if that makes sense mm-hmm. like like, yeah. like like without it like bogging you down yeah i think it can be it can it mindset is huge right and that's nothing happens in a void progress does not happen in a void it's not just what food you eat it's not just working out it's typically more complicated than that and a big right. piece of that is improving your own mindset so i think finding figuring out what your concrete goals are what if that's a physique if that's you know uh, hitting a certain strength something like that mm. but figuring out how we can um stay grounded in paying attention to ourselves right i think a lot of the time we play the comparison game online we with models with you know all of the like fit health women's magazine mm-hmm. you know like what people are saying is or isn't appropriate to look like and so a lot of the time like physically when you're going into the gym some of the best things that you can do to just set yourself up for like a healthy experience is you know, going in with a plan, right? So you want to have a workout that you know that you're going to get done. You want to wear something that makes you feel good and comfortable. It it is the worst experience when you go into the gym and wear something that you think you should be wearing. Like there's a lot of people out there that post online that wear sports bras and like spandex shorts to the gym. I am not one of those people that's going to wear that outfit because it just does not feel comfortable for me, especially where I'm at right now in, in sort of like the, the mini like bulking that I've been doing. Mm, Right. And so if I wear an outfit that I think I'm supposed to wear into the gym, I'm just going to be staring at myself in the mirror the whole time, super uncomfortable. So making sure you have an outfit that, you know, if you got like a cute new one from the store, that's great. Something that's going to boost your confidence and make you feel comfortable in that space. Um, And I think too, even just if you do have like a regular person that you see often and you think that they look awesome, you can pay them a compliment. You can say, oh my gosh, I really like your outfit today. Or you can say something like, hey, I just want you to know, I see you in here all the time and I totally admire the hard work you put in and I really want to be there one day. And sometimes that one compliment sparks a friendship. Or Mm -hmm. you might think that 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 woman in there that has the ideal physique that you've been wanting for so long is looking in the mirror while they're doing reps and saying, oh my gosh, I hate that this, I hate this part about myself or, oh, I wish I didn't have this happening or I wish I was more toned or whatever. Right. So I think everyone has their own critiques on their own physique. And so the more you can spread kindness and, you know, compliment other people or make them feel comfortable in that space as well, it's only going to get guided right back to you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That, I mean, that that's perfect because I'm a, I'm like, I'm a firm believer in like, Hey, if you show me respect, I'll show you respect. Or like, Hey, if I send you good vibes, like I kind of expect it back in some type of fashion. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so I totally feel that for sure. Um, mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. And I love that you touched on the clothing aspect because if you go on Instagram and just start scroll, scrolling through like the fitness section of Instagram, you're going to see a bunch of chicks from California. Um, <laughs> I, I have a bunch of female coaching friends who are from California. So don't take this personal. No, no shade, this. No shade. Yeah, don't take it personal. Uh, but like the common theme out there is sports bra and like spandex shorts, like, yeah. like out, like uh, what's the popular brand now? Athlete or something like that. Athlete, Yeah. Yeah. Like they, dude, have, I, they do have good stuff. Let's be honest. Do they? Do- <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't ever buy like the big, like gym clothing brands. Oh yeah. yeah never. <laughs> so, so what's funny is like, I typically, most of my workout gear is like, um, like swag from other coaches. 
Oh, cool. Yeah. So like, I'm always like repping somebody else's brand or like somebody else's coaching company. And like, it's so funny. I was in the food line the other day and uh, my friend Malachi, um, he's the owner of, fit, of uh, philosophy. I can never say it right. Oh, um, uh-huh. But yeah, so it's like fitness and philosophy. He put them together. Um, <clears throat> so I was wearing a hoodie that he gave me and somebody asked me if that was my like personal training company i was like no nah, it's my buddy in michigan yada 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 yeah so like it's just always cool like when, when, whenever people ask and like i can always just like be like yeah if you want to follow them like here's his instagram you know yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> casual so, plug yeah, casual plug for him you, you know always always but yeah no if you go into the fitness side of uh instagram and you're going to end up seeing a lot of chicks from california wearing spandex and sports bras and mm-hmm. like it's important to know like Hey, that doesn't have to be your outfit. Like that doesn't have to be what you wrap whenever you go into the gym. Like for real, if you want to wear like leggings and like a hoodie, dude, go it. Like go go for it. Like who cares yeah. if the hoodie is two sizes too big? My yeah. favorite hoodie is two sizes too big. <laughs> so I mean, it's all good. Like like if yeah. working out in Nike shorts and like a Razorback tank top, like if you want to do that, do that. Like, mm-hmm. like there is no, well, okay. There is a dress code to the gym to a point, but like, there's no dress code to the gym, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, it goes along in the same fashion. Your, your ideal physique does not have to line up with traditional beauty standards either um, on either side for men or for women. You know, you yes. don't have to want to be a certain size. You don't have to to work towards looking a certain way. You can you can work towards being your own version of something. And that's that's a big thing that we work on with a lot of our clients as well is like finding, okay, what do we actually want for ourselves? How do we want to feel? I, I have thick legs. <laughs> I Same. just do the way I'm built. And so like, I know that I am not going to necessarily achieve some of the, the physiques that I see on Instagram that I mm-hmm. scroll and like support other girls, like totally fine. That's what their body looks like. It's just not what my body will look like even at peak, like top, condition it's just not the same and that's okay and so having realistic goals for myself and what I could possibly look like or how I want to feel or how strong I want to get is much much more helpful for me mentally versus trying to fit my square peg into a round hole you know what I mean exactly exactly dude so sorry if I cut you off. I was just agreeing with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, that that that's really it. I think you know you don't have to fit any one thing. And I think a lot yeah. of the time when we get interested, we try and learn about something. There's maybe like one particular type of person that's mm-hmm. that's you know preaching, <laughs> you yeah. know, or or sharing information. And so just know that like diversity is what makes our world so cool and makes people and humans so amazing. And so you don't have to look like one particular version of of a woman or one particular version of a man you can dress however you want you can work towards whatever goals you want you can you know take whatever breaks you need to along the way and like have your journey be unique because you're you're you and that's what makes you important and cool right exactly thousand percent and i mean to like tack onto that like for real if i could just snap my fingers and look like, you know, Chris Bumstead, you know, I would oh, automatically, yeah. trust me, like I would automatically, like the, the man, <laughs> the man is an angel. Like, he is an angel. Carved uh, by God's. For real. But <laughs> like I was saying, like if I could snap my fingers and become Chris Bumstead, don't get me wrong, I would, but let's be realistic. That's not 
realistic for me. Like, it, like it's just not like I'm not on the drugs that is needed to get that big. You know, I am, I have other stressors outside of, Hey, I need to get my two o'clock meal in, or, Hey, I need to get my morning cardio in. Chris lives a life where, you know, he can make training, eating and recovery his life. Like mm -hmm. he, he, like he legit lives a life where he can make that his life. Your boy, on the other hand, not so much. So I have to understand that, yes, it would be nice to look like Chris Bumstead in the bodybuilding perspective. But at the same time, I have to remember, I'm not Chris, I'm Mike. Mm -hmm. We're two different people. We have two different genetics or two, mm -hmm. two different genetic codes, excuse me. Um, we have two different lives and that's okay. You can, you can look up to somebody. You could be mm -hmm. like, man, like, I'd kill to look like that guy. Like Chris Hemsworth, I, I would kill to look like Chris Hemsworth as well. Uh, but like at the same time, I'm not him. Um, but my, my point being is like, you can look up to somebody and be like, dude, like I wish I looked like that. wish I had hair like that. wish I had abs like that or legs like that. But at the end of the day, I also understand that it's okay if you don't. Yeah. Because, because your best version of yourself is nobody's best version. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and like, that's one thing that I firmly believe in is like, you have to understand your best is somebody's worst and your worst is somebody's best. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, like if you put that in perspective, that's so powerful because mm -hmm. like, if you're sitting here thinking, man, I'm at my worst, I'm 300 pounds. Guess what? Somebody down the street probably used to weigh 400 pounds and now they're 300 pounds and like they're living life and, you know, thriving and doing all kinds of cool stuff. Um, but like, just, I think putting that in perspective and having that in your head, it makes you feel better yeah. because it's like, cause one, one thing that I learned as I age throughout the gym is eventually people start looking up to you and it, it doesn't matter if you stepped on a bodybuilding stage. It doesn't matter if you've lost 130 pounds. It doesn't matter like what you've done. If you show up all the time and you're there and you're putting in the work, First off, the results are going to happen because you're putting in the work. Secondly, mm -hmm. people are going to start looking up to you, especially the newer people. They're going to come in and they're going to see you killing it in the, in the gym and they're going to go, huh, I wish I could be like that. I wish I was that dedicated. Then one day they're going to give you the comment that everybody gives me that I hate. I don't know how you're so motivated all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen to you guys one day. I promise you, like if you stick yeah. to it long enough, it will happen one day and it will bug the hell out of you as well. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that's it too. I, I remember from when I first started to when, you know, I was like a year, year and a half in, and I finally like had my feet wet. I knew what I was doing. I felt a lot more comfortable. I did have that same thing happen. I would have random people come up to me at the gym and say like, I've seen you like from when you first started to now mm -hmm. and like this is I like I, I see you do it it makes me feel like I know I can do it like it's so cool to see like you transform like you working hard makes me want to work hard because I want to I want to be like you too and it feels really hard in the beginning because you're like there's no way I could ever be that for somebody else I can't even be that for myself but if mm -hmm. you continue to move forward and you continue to stick to your plan and put that energy and effort in you will be there one day like you are in the driver's seat of your life mm -hmm. and a lot of the time we forget that or we take on like a victim mentality whether that's subconscious or not <laughs> um and and just remember like you drive your own progress you can be what you want to be you just have to put the energy and effort there 
Yes, exactly. A thousand percent. And like, I love how much mind stuff you're bringing up um, on Monday next week. My bodybuilding coach is actually doing the lesson. Um, nice. And yeah, so he's doing it on uh, mindset development. So yeah. yeah, so mindset development, whenever you're going through a transformation, basically. Um, so that's going to be a fun one. Uh, but mm-hmm. what he'll talk about on Monday will dig really deep into a lot of stuff that you just said about the subconscious. So mm-hmm. I love that you brought that up. A little, little yeah. sneak peek. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, cool. So my last question for you before I let you go um, about your uh, Friday, because, you know, it's Friday. I want you to go relax some because I know you deserve it. Um, (laughs) The biggest question, and I know everybody in here wants to know, how do I just get started? Like, how do I just wake up one day and say, hey, I'm going to the gym today. Don't care if it's raining. Don't care if it's Sunday. Don't care if it's, you know, snowing outside whatever the case may be you know how do I get started yeah well there's so many different potential answers to that but one of my favorite exercises to do with new clients potential clients or just anybody that's feeling down and out and like they're not ready and and they don't know if they'll ever be ready right take a look at where you're at right now how you feel about yourself how you feel moving about your day your confidence level everything to do with where you're at right now assess all of that. And then ask your question, yourself the question, do I want to be in the same exact spot 12 months from now? And if that answer isn't yes, that means something needs to change. Nothing is going to change within your life, within yourself, within your self-confidence, if you don't change what you're doing. So if you don't want to be in the exact same spot in 12 months, you need to make a change. And that first easy change can just be taking this, the leap and going to the gym. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be a perfect workout. I would say, you know, you don't have to go in with a plan. You don't have to get all these things done. You could just go and just walk on the treadmill for 10, 15 minutes. Half the time, if you just get your body there, then you get excited. Then you get to try different things. Then you get to watch people using machines. Then you get to meet some of the people that are normally going to be there. Just take that first step in the door And then it's all easier from there. Then it's just repetition. Then it's just continuing to show up. It's always easier if you have a plan, if you've got a community that you can lean on, if you've got a coach to help support you and, you know, framework out what your plan needs to look like. Of course, we're biased because that's what we do for (laughs) our our living. But we've we've both spent years investing into coaches for ourselves as well, because we know the value in it. And it can be really, really helpful when you've got a plan or you've got a community to lean on. If you've got Mm -hmm. a buddy that will also go to the gym with you at the same time. But I really like that self-reflection question. If you don't want to be here in 12 months, something needs to change. And if you don't want to backslide further, if you're uncomfortable with how, what your weight is, or if you're uncomfortable with your energy levels, if your lab work comes back and everything is, is really elevated to a point where your health is at risk, mm-hmm. if you don't want to backslide worse than that, then even more so you got to put your feet to the fire and you got to get it done. I love that. Yeah. One, one thing that I really believe in is uh, your worst is not your worst. And mm-hmm. the, the meaning behind that is like, yeah, you might be in a sucky place right now, but is it the worst that you've ever been in? Mm-hmm. Yes. No. Oh, it is. So then we definitely need to make a change. No. Okay. Then it sounds like we're on the right track. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But, yeah. So it brings that perspective of, Hey, are you making a change or are you just in the process of making the change? But yeah, other than that, uh, Libby, where can people find you? 
So I am on Instagram at Libby Lifts Fit is my uh, regular page. Uh, my coaching company is also Capable Fitness Coaching. Uh, we've got a Facebook page. We also have a Facebook group that focuses all on reverse dieting. It's called Reverse Diet Support Group. Hey guys, thank you so much for hanging around for the rest of the episode. If you will, please do me a huge favor. Go follow Libby on Instagram. Her Instagram handle is Libby Lifts Fit. My Instagram handle is underscore Coach Barfield. Also, if this episode helped you prepare for 2023 and helped you overcome gym intimidation issues, please share it with a friend on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you hang out the most on social media. Also, please do me a huge favor as well give the podcast a rating is completely free. We don't do any advertising. Everything we do is word of mouth and I highly appreciate it. Have a great day.